0: Lucky that's all queued up and ready to go. Zen for the hot and bothered. A reading from the book of the brow beaten. This is my guess at the story of Joseph and his leather troop jacket. Joseph was a good son to his father Israel. He tended the used sheep dealership and never thought it was cool to carry around a concealed handgun spear, unlike his brothers. Now Joseph had a dream and made the big mistake of telling his brothers about it, for if there is one thing more boring than hearing about other people's plague symptoms, it has to be hearing about their prophetic dreams. Joseph said to his brothers, I had a dream that we were out in the country gathering sticks into bunches. Reuben cut him off. "'Why were we gathering bunches of sticks?' "'I don't know,' Joseph said. "'It's a dream. "'The more obscure the imagery is, the more likely it is to come true.' "'The other brothers urged Reuben to shut up. "'Joseph might have dreamt about the winning numbers in the Philistine sweepstakes.' "'Joseph continued. "'Anyway, my bunch of sticks rose above yours, which gathered around and bowed to mine.' "'The brothers stared at him. "'Is that all they said?' Sorry, answered Joseph. The brothers went away, angry that they didn't get any hints about the Philistine sweepstakes, but angrier at the obvious interpretation of Joseph's dream. He wanted to be king over them. One day, Israel sent Joseph to find his brothers in the town of Shechem, who went there to buy up a lot of used sheep in a police auction, but they had not returned. Near Shechem, the brothers saw him coming, and they talked about him. Here comes Precious, our father's favorite son. How come he gets to lick the bowl after dad makes intestine cakes? Why does he get that leather troop jacket when we have to put up with these bed sheets with head and armholes cut in them? They were very resentful. They planned to do harm to Joseph. Let's jump him from behind, tie him up, put him in a dress and sell him to the Hippolyte Navy, Judah urged, but Reuben had a better idea. Let's throw him down a well and not bring him up until he dreams about the winning numbers in the Philistine sweepstakes. Judah didn't like to be upstaged, though. Suppose his dream doesn't come true, he queried. The other brothers answered Judah's question. His dreams always come true with stunning accuracy. Remember when he predicted that the moon would swallow the sun and then spit it out? Well, that came to pass. Just as Joseph was drawing near, the brothers saw a caravan of diet book authors and decided they would sell their brother to traveling hope merchants. The authors drove a hard bargain, but agreed to pay pay 12 shekels and 95 centimes for Joseph after the brothers threw in a digital watch. But they kept the troop jacket, blew a hole in it with one of their handgun spears, and covered it in sheep's blood. They brought the jacket back to their father and said, Your son Joseph is dead. He he died while trying to hold up a liquor store. Sorry, Dad. Israel mourned his son's loss by putting on sack clothes, tossing ashes in his hair, and marrying an Onassis. Now Joseph was brought to Egypt and sold as a slave to Pontifar, the captain of the Pharaoh's guard. He was put in charge of the house, but he never thought about escaping because in these days, being a slave was akin to taking a job at McDonald's. It was something most everyone did to get some real job experience. Anyway, Joseph looked particularly appealing to Pontifar's wife, but Joseph refused to sleep with her. Her ego crushed, she screamed rape, and had Joseph arrested. Because Because Joseph was a Hebrew, he couldn't get a fair trial and was locked away. In jail, Joseph behaved so well that the warden made him chief of the prisoners. The warden trusted Joseph and knew he needed not monitor him. Again, Joseph did not try to escape. In those days, the chance to sit around in a jail cell was like a vacation in Florida. You were always in the cool shade, away from the burning desert. You could spend your time mulling around in a hay-filled room instead of being out in the burning desert bundling sticks for no good reason. And the conversation was exceptional. It happened one day that the pharaoh's cup bearer and his baker were thrown into Joseph's cell. They were troubled about dreams they had, and they related them to Joseph. The cup bearer told of his dream. I saw a vine in front of me. On the vine were three branches and a stage. Dancing raisins strolled about, singing. They were irritating. I picked the raisins off from the stage and squeezed them into the pharaoh's cup. Joseph interpreted his dream. The three branches are three days. Your killing of the dancing raisins means the pharaoh will restore you to your place. Or it could mean penis envy. The baker, seeing such a a favorable interpretation, told Joseph his dream. In mine there weren't any lame-ass raisins. I dreamt of three cakes. "'Just before I was about to put them into the oven, "'this doughboy arose from the cakes "'and pleaded not to be put in the stove. "'But I baked him anyway and fed the cakes "'and, and the doughboy to the pharaoh. "'So what's it mean, doc, a senatorial pre- position?' "'Joseph answered, "'In three days you will be recalled by the pharaoh and hanged, "'but not before being turned down "'in a Price is Right contestant search. "'Sorry.' And so it all came to pass, except the part about the contestant search. The baker did make it onto the Prices Right, but he was hanged anyway. Two years later, the pharaoh was troubled by a dream. The cupbearer caught wind of this and told him about Joseph. The pharaoh had Joseph brought to him and related his dream. I saw before me seven boxes of tapered candles. Each was long, hard, and capable of flaming a long time. I reached out to grab the potent shafts of wax, but I was unable to seize a hold of them. Instead, I found myself holding seven soft limp candles that seemed like they'd fire off in no time. Joseph looked at the strong but childless regent and made up a story, not having the heart to diagnose his marital problems. Um, Joseph said, I see an air traffic problem. Yeah, many airliners shall fall from the sky unless something is done about it. Although the pharaoh had never heard of airliners, he didn't like the idea of anything falling from the sky. So he queried. What can be done, sage one? Joseph had to think fast. Um, better air traffic control systems. The pharaoh saw the wisdom in this, but still was left wondering. What kind of air traffic control systems? Big upward-pointing arrows built on the ground to tell airliners that up and not down is the safest direction to fly the pharaoh took joseph's advice and had the upward pointing arrows built and called them pyramids in all the pharaoh's days no airliner fell from the sky after the pyramids were built and joseph was rewarded with his own talk show and he became rich and forgot about his brothers who sold him out this has been my guess